best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, it seems like it's going to be your type of podcast, huh? Sure. Yeah. Let's go with the uh, Doom and Gloom podcast. I think that's my, it's it's my turn, right? Yeah. We'll be excited to uh, 
to have negative Nate back today. It has been a hot second. And and I will say this for those of you who are on like, you know, like the negative Nate side of stuff and haven't seen it in a few minutes and that's fine and much needed. I won't say much needed. It's one of those things that I, I think that, you know, a lot of angel fans are feeling it right now. And that's, that's, that's fine. And if you are um, in a closet, don't know what we're talking about. Artie Moreno and a family have chosen not to sell the organization, not to sell the angels. I need initial thoughts. I don't know where to go from here. I really don't like, I just, Give me your initial thoughts. We'll roll off. Actually, I'll give. Have you thought of? You've thought about it enough. Give me your initial thoughts. Of course, I've thought about this. Um, initial thought. Just first, there goes our chance at making the playoffs. Um, Time out. So after everything that you said this season, now it's there goes the chance of making the playoffs. Just this season. You know the Artie Marino curse seems to be real right now. Everything he touched turns to uh, crap, and um, so. Yeah, why? It is. It is what it is. So I don't know. Like it's somehow he'll do something to to screw it up. Like even if the Angels have a shot to make the playoffs, somehow he'll he'll do something, bring in some guy that doesn't make sense and it, it won't work or whatever. I I don't know. Um, it it is frustrating to uh, get the rug pulled out from underneath. Like everyone was super excited when it came out that he was going to sell the team and it was like okay like this is cool this is what we want we we need a couple of things we need some new uniforms we we obviously need a new stadium with uh with the the lease coming up soon we need um just a new culture and a new face leading this team and yeah it, it was a disappointing uh day to hear that hey he's going to he's going to keep the team he's you know i don't know it's 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 sad yeah, no, I, absolutely. My thought, uh, my, my, I wouldn't say my first thought, like I kind of let it sunk, sink in a little bit, you know, after looking at the news and everything, it was like going around social media, you you feel it. You really, really feel it. You, like fans are not happy. Um, a lot of people are not happy. And and I actually, I should have started this podcast off with, why do you build me up, buttercup baby, just to let me down? That That's a good first start. That is a very good feeling. This is a very Artie Moreno S of him to, to do this, you know, like we should have, and I feel like we've talked about this before, like, as they said that the angels were going to be sold and it was like, eh, hold tight. Like you don't know that, like you get your hopes up, but like until the deal happens, there isn't anything in play. So uh, it'll be very interesting to see, um, you know, what happens moving forward and everything. And, and again, kind of, again, my initial thought in the room was, and we've been there before. I think a lot of us have, and if you've, you know, played high school or college sports, it was a, it was a, you know, you walk into the room and it's like, whoa, who died type of thing. Like a, how much are we running today? Like, what did we do wrong? Like that type, that side of thing, things is what the way that I felt. It was like, Oh, that's, that's not that's not the feeling that I want right now, and um, and and honestly, I thought the Angels have had a very good off season, very very good, and say very good, well not great, very good off season. You've said that's- that for how many years in a row? Yep. Okay. You yep. gave it an A last year, so I'm just gonna hold you to it. 
Um, I, I gave it a C. It's fine. It's still it's still on let's the stay C. on topic here and talk Artie Moreno. Yeah. Artie Moreno, right? Angels had a very good off season, and then all of a sudden, this happens, right? Like the worst of all things, like could have resigned Kurt Suzuki, and I wouldn't have been this upset. Like, no, no, it's it's, it's pretty mm, close. It's mm, pretty close. Mm, mm, mm. Mm-mm. Because this is this is a continual thing that's going to continue to happen here, right? Like it's the definition of insanity. Like, again, it's been continual too. Same thing. Um, the one thing that really upsets me, and I don't know if you've read the quote or not from Artie Moreno that the Angels put out there, and I think um, it was more of a press release. I think mm-hmm. um, Rob Manfred spoke about it too. Yeah, which is oh, anytime that guy opens his mouth, it's just like, dude, shut up. And Don't make this me is, puke. This is where I get really, really frustrated. And you guys are going to get frustrated first because of what he says. And second, because I can't read to save my life. So there's that as well. Um, but this is this is where things frustrate me a lot is, is this quote from Artie Moreno. During this process, it became clear that we have unfinished business and feel we can make a positive impact on the future of the team and the fan experience. This offseason, we committed to a franchise record player payroll and still want to accomplish our goal and bring a World Series championship back to our fans. We are excited about this next chapter of Angels baseball. Does that not piss you off more than anything? Yeah, because he said 20 years to do that. Like, I, I don't understand how things are going to change. Like, what goes through your mind to be like, hey, I've been doing the same thing for 20 years. You know what? I'm going to wake up today and all of a sudden we're going to change everything we're doing. It's like, no, Artie, we know what happened. You thought you were going to get Met money. You didn't get Met money because nobody wants to buy the Angels for Mets money. Like everyone, I think the problem is everyone threw out numbers that were not even realistic. They were throwing out like $4 billion. Yeah, they were throwing out unrealistic numbers. And people are like, oh, yeah, they're going to buy it. Like, people are going to buy it. And and people started to look at this organization and this franchise and go, it's not worth that much. Like, it's not. It, 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 so it's, it, it's, it's not got, worth that much. Well, if you would have gotten $2 billion, like, I think that that was an offer probably put on the table was around $2 billion, right? What was he thinking that it was worth? Like, people are putting three, four billion dollars. Forbes price. has it at what two eight or three one? Yeah. So, I mean, if Artie's asking for three five, that's absurd, right? Like, we can agree on that. Like, that's probably not going to happen. That's more than a, what a lot of teams are worth. And I know you're looking this up right now. I'm looking up how much Forbes had. I thought it was three one was, or three five. I think it was like two eight, two seven seven, or something like that. Yeah. Two six. I think I'm, I keep going down a little bit, but. Um, regardless, regardless, people were throwing out four billion dollar numbers. This is the exact same thing with the Shohei Otani thing, right? Like people are putting are already putting a five hundred million dollar price tag on Shohei Otani, and that's just not not a realistic price tag. We put a price tag of five hundred million dollars on on Mike Trout, and that's just not a realistic price tag to put on Mike Trout. Uh, two point two billion, by the way. Two point two was it? Okay. Yeah. Two point two. So and th- that's already- the thing is, people are throwing out four billion dollars, and it's like they're not worth that much. Yeah. Yeah. So. Artie's going into these things going, oh, man, I, I'm here from execs and I'm seeing this and that. Like, we're going to get three and a half, maybe four. Yeah. And it's like, Artie, 
You have not run a good organization. You have a lot of things that need to get done for anyone. Like it's like buying a house at like, Hey, this house needs a lot of work. So I'm not going to give you full market price. And even if I am giving you full market price, I'm not giving you like the top, top full market price. It's like, I'm not paying all this in cash type of thing. I'm, I'm going to make this harder for, for everyone because there's so much stuff that needs to be done with this organization. Like this needs a complete redo from the top down. It's not like, oh, hey, we just go get one or two pieces and all of a sudden we're going to be good. Like, no, well, this no, is an entire restruck. It's not even it's it's not an on field thing, and I, I want to make people very clear of that this what w- and I know you know this, but and it's the, not. An I'm not even thing. talking about on field. No, stuff. it's I'm talking about- it's a reputation thing. The Angels' reputation. What what is Angel's reputation? Go to an Angel's fan. What is Angel's reputation? Wasting Mike Trout. You have the Tyler Skaggs incident. You have now the sale of the uh, sale of the stadium that was an issue. Um, there were a lot of different things that were issues, right? When when it comes down to it, you have a stadium that you don't know what's going on with that stadium, right? Don't don't forget the uh, the sticky ball incident where the Angels clubhouse guy was was outed as being the the dude to sell to sell the sticky stuff to everyone else. So like. There's a lot of issues in this clubhouse, and it's like, and it, and it goes from the top down. How many times in the last three years have we heard from a minor leaguer, and it come from the Angels organization saying, Major League Baseball That's needs to thing. fix this, yeah. because we have not been treated fairly. And it's Angels players that are saying this. It's not the, it's not the Blue Jays. It's not the Yankees. It's not the Dodgers. It's not the Braves. It's the Angel minor leaguers that are saying, man, we... We're having to live in cars. We're in nothing. Um, yep. This is terrible. Yep. So all of these things go along with with not only the, the play on the field, but the reputation of the Tyler Skaggs incident, the uh, the sell of the uh, the stadium, and, and all these things. It's like this is a complete restructure that you are going to have to not just put money into other things, but you're going to have to redo everything. It's going to take a long process for this new ownership group um, to come in and be like, oh, hey, we we have to uh, hire these people. We have to hire these people because the people in place right now that have run this organization are not the right answers. They aren't. And you can look at a bunch of different places and say who needs to go and things like that. And obviously it starts at the top with the owner, but um, yeah, you, you look at all these things and it's like guys aren't being treated properly. Things are, are happening in house that you don't know about. You're supposed to be the one in charge of the house and you don't know that drugs are being sold inside your entire house. You, you don't know that half your team is doing illegal drugs. Like, how does this guy own a baseball team? And and now he's going to wake up after thinking he's getting $4 billion and find out it, it was worth $2 billion. And he's going to wake up and be like, oh, hey, we're going to change everything. You know, we, we've been doing things wrong for the past 10 years, 15 years. And, you know, I got lucky for five years because I got to take over um, a team who was run well. And now I'm going to take it over and it's going to go. It's going to go great. It's, it's been a complete disaster. And, yeah, you, you got me even more fired up. Thanks that, a lot. That's the thing that scares me the most is exactly what you just said. And it's what Artie has done many times in the past, right? If the Angels don't win the first half of this season, is that fair? The Angels yep. don't. If the Angels don't have a good first 60 games of the season, 
Artie Moreno is going to take this organization back over fully, right? On the field too, not just off the field, on the field too. And we've seen that. We saw that with Jerry Depoto. We saw that with Billy Epler. We, are we going to probably see that with Perry Manassian, who they yes. who says they like has Definitely full control yes. of everything? That's that's what scares me scares me the most right there. You know. Um, Can I bring but, up one other point too? Yeah, we have a little show we have to talk about next. We we'll go. Well, that that's what I was going to bring well, up. Let's, is, let's let's bring it up then. What what does this mean for Shohei Otani? I think this means there's zero chance Shohei Otani returns, absolutely zero percent. Because what with new ownership comes new expectations, comes new ideas, comes things that you can sell Shohei Otani. Like, hey, look, I'm brand new. This is my plan. I'm going to give you this much money, and I'm going to spend this much money. Because this is what I'm going to do. This is my plan. How are you going to let a guy who has run an organization for over 20 years, he's had Mike Trout, who he's sold on a plan for, what, eight, 10 years now? Oh, I've got this plan, and it's going to be perfect. And we are going to win, and you are going to be you know, the greatest player ever, not just because of your stats, but because you're going to be in a World Series three or four times over the next six years. And you're going to be... Um, you're just going to be in the playoffs every year. You are. We are going to be the Dodgers. That is like what he has been sold. So how do I believe a guy who has not figured out how to run a baseball team and say, Shohei Otani, listen to me. I'm going to offer you this much money, and probably I'm going to try and shortchange you because that's kind of how Artie is when it comes to these things. He's going to try and make a business decision and be like, hey, yeah, everyone's giving you 50. You play for us take 44 and it'll be fine. Um, and I still don't think he gets 50, but whatever. Um, well, I think, yeah, go ahead. Whatever. Um, so, so you look at it and it's like, ugh. how is he going to tell Shohei Otani? Like, trust me guys, this is what's going to happen. We are going to spend a lot more money than we ever have. Because this is the most money show, or, uh, Artie Moreno's ever spent. And technically, we didn't even think he was going to spend this much. Uh, because we didn't he, think it was... He just, already said it. They're, they're spending a record payroll this year. They yeah. want to go win. Yeah. Record payroll. And, so, and, and what happens if they don't win? What happens if they don't make the playoffs? Then how do you sell Shohei Otani? You know what you're doing. I don't think there's a track record where at least if Shohei Otani was brought in there's a new ownership group. The Angels don't win. The new ownership group can be like, hey, look, we're redoing everything. Okay. Uh, we're, we're bringing in a new stadium. We're bringing in new jerseys. We're bringing in a new GM. We're bringing in uh, a new president of baseball operations. Um, we're going to surround you with talent, and money is no ob- obstacle. So we will win. All you have to do is sign on this dotted line. We're going to offer you everything that everyone else is. The only thing is, Maybe the Dodgers, maybe the Yankees, maybe the you know Braves or whoever you want to put in there. Yeah, maybe they've been to the playoffs a couple more times than we have. But we're a new ownership group, and we're going to do whatever it takes to win. Here's, here's going to be what happens with Shohei Otani. It is a clear the books so that the Angels can sign Otani. It is the Anthony Rendon situation all over again. Um, and, and, you know, looking – looking at it and I, I hope I'm wrong, but like just as I process this in in my head, it wouldn't surprise me if the Angels tried at all costs to get a big contract off the books. Does that make sense? That's that sounds right, right? The awesome. whole Zach Cozart 
oh, we're going to sign Anthony Rendon thing all over again, right? That's possible. Makes sense, right? So that's the first thing that pops into my head to try to, to try to push for Shohei Otani. Now, I think we were in agreement this entire time that if the Angels were going to push over the salary cap, if the Angels were going to spend more money, and they've spent money, right? That's And that's fine. But spend more money. You gotta spend like what the Dodgers have been spending. You don't have to spend what the Mets have been spending, but no, you gotta spend what like, the Yankees, the Dodgers, where it's like you're over you're over the luxury tax. We're not asking you to go to three hundred, but you gotta be over the luxury you tax. You gotta be over the luxury tax. If the Angels are to do that, which I guess if they go to show if they extend Shohei Otani, I mean with not without doing the numbers off the books next year, hypothetically thinking about it. Off the books is Urshela and really? Renfro, and Renfro. Which, is 20, yeah. which is 20 mil. You can probably... get you to 50. That, like, not bringing back Urshela and Renfro gets you to 50. Yeah. And oh. for those of you who are checking my math, Otani makes 30 plus those two. That gets you to about 50. 50 million. So there you go. It, it makes sense, but you need to push over that, right? Like, you're going to, if you sign Otani and you don't do anything else, right? Which would probably, which makes sense of what, which would make sense. So, I mean, the Angels are very much so still alive in the Shohei Otani sweepstakes. That makes sense. Um, From a money standpoint, yes. Yes. From a Shohei Otani standpoint, probably, who who knows? You would expect the Angels to have extended Shohei Otani, or at least there have been some talks uh, by this point, but who knows? Like, we've talked about this many times. This is an Artie Moreno podcast, though. So, it lines up. The Angels will have money for Shohei Otani. It, it makes sense. You take 19 million, 20 million off the books, whatever Shella plus uh, Renfro gets. Um, you know, it will be at plays. least 20 because I think I think Renfro is due between 11 and 13, and I think Urshela is due between 9 and 10. Yeah. So, so no go. matter what, it's going to be around 20, which would get you to 50 because and Otani put you at very to... put you at a very similar number um, number to what the angels are paying towards the luxury tax yes. which is which is what Artie moreno just said the highest payroll in angels history so yeah. to wrap this up to go full circle i don't even want to talk about expectations we can talk about that tomorrow with another another Artie moreno podcast will 100 be coming out tomorrow um let's wrap it up nate you got any i got any final thoughts i know not nate no, i didn't think this was too negative of a podcast it was how everybody is feeling. Everybody is upset. Everybody is I'm, I'm fucking pissed off. Everybody is not happy with this. And I, I don't blame anybody, you know, let it, let it out. Uh, I'm going to be honest there with you. So um, we really appreciate, actually, go ahead. Give final thoughts. You got anything? Yeah. My, my final thought is this is the worst day in, in angel history since he bought the team, honestly. Um, and I, I'm just joking, of course, but that the joke is kind of realistic where it's like, we were so excited for, for him to sell the team. And anytime Rob Manfred is on someone's side, you automatically take the opposite side. And so since Rob Manfred is happy that Arnie Marino's been the team, then we know for sure it's not the right move. Absolutely. So as I'm playing it in my head, why do you build me up? Buttercup baby, just to let me down. That's what I'm feeling right now. So guys, as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you could go ahead and subscribe wherever you are listening absolutely do that for us we really do appreciate it um go ahead and or watching youtube as well thank you for that uh go ahead and follow us on all our social medias twitter instagram and facebook go ahead and check us out on talkinghalos.com a lot of good articles coming out there assuming we'll probably have a couple articles coming out about this whole Artie moreno situation real real soon again if you could go ahead and follow us on 
all of our social medias. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate at Nate Green 34 guys. And thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.